So, as you guys all know, um, we have been, um, I've said earlier in the week that we were going to be having, uh, you know, an important announcement that we were going to be making. And so you'll forgive me if uh, I'm a little nervous, you know, it's pretty big what we're going to share this morning. Um, you know, I've been thinking all week about what, how to say what we're going to say and um, wrote down some notes here and I want to stick as closely as I can to the notes. Um, and then we'll just have a time of discussion afterwards. And so there's really no way, uh, you know, to be able to kind of walk through what we're about to say without just kind of going through it. And so I want to do that because I want to honor uh, our time together and um, actually feel kind of led right now just to just to pray together. I think it's important, um, even if it's just for me. <laughs> so um, God, I, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for all that you have done in our lives. Um, I thank you for all that you are doing and will continue to do. Lord, our desire, all of us, is just to follow after you. Um, and so when big steps come, it can be nerve-wracking, it can be scary, but it's also exciting. And so I just pray that right now, as Heather and I speak what's on our heart and follow you in obedience, that each one of us would hear what you're saying. Um, but also for me, uh, I could use some of that peace that overcomes minds understanding um, just calm my heart in Jesus's name amen so as you guys know um, we started encounter church seven years ago um, with a vision to reach this the town of Lawrenceville you know we uh, I think many of you were with us from very early days I'm looking at the screen and see a few guys who were here when we were back in Lawrenceville the first place that we ever set up shop, even before we launched a church, was at Franctuary. Um, and then we moved into the Arsenal Middle School and we had our uh, church services there. And then we moved around a lot. And the, the original vision really was to, you know, reach the community of, of Lawrenceville. And over time, God crystallized that vision to really, um, to show me that it was really about the East End. You know, it wasn't just Lawrenceville, it was really to reach the neighborhoods of our, of our city. Um, and so together as a church, we have really created something really special, um, something unique. It's been told to me time and time again. We've said it a lot ourselves. We tried to highlight it over the years in our anniversaries, um, celebrations, um, friends who have come and gone, you know, Michael Roth, Christian Wecker, people like that, um, who I'm still friends with, which, by the way, I think is a really great testament to our church, right? That, you know, in some churches, when people leave churches, it's kind of like cut in ties with people. And uh, that's not it the way it is here. And that, to me, has always been the gospel at work and alive in us. And um, and so even people who have left our church and have gone to other places that we still have connections with and relations with have told us that Encounter Church is a unique place. It is a uh, a space that has created an opportunity for people to have conversations and to grow in faith and to be curious and um, and 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 it's beautiful and it's wonderful and so I want to celebrate that there have been so many lives touched so many lives transformed I look at each one of you uh, in our call today each one of you represent um, a journey that has come so far um, from where you started I, I remember each and every one of you I look at each one of you and see who you were when you first got here. Some of you were were meek and were uncom not, not confident and you were struggling in areas. Some of you were doubting your faith. Others of you um, were just going through really rough seasons. Others were disconnected, felt like they were not 
in relationships with other Christians or with other people, they were missing something. Some of you were in spaces where you're like, God, are you even there? Are you real? I don't understand. I can't put language to, to how I, how I can even believe these things, or I'm feeling persecuted because of my faith. There's been so many different spaces, starting points. And today I look back over the last seven years, the journey that we've been on and the journey that I have been on. And I just think what a privilege and honor it is. And at the same time, there is a desire for more. There's a desire for more of what we've already done, but also a desire to reach people who don't know Jesus, the people in our city, that God has put this vision in my mind, in my heart about reaching our city. I think I shared a number of years ago, even, and then brought it back up again, as we were talking about the house church and shifting into that space of this, this image, this mental image I had in my mind during prayer of the city of Pittsburgh and all the neighborhoods with the little E's all over the neighborhoods. And that that vision has not gone away. Instead, in, in fact, God has crystallized that and has really like, created a desire and a passion in my heart to accomplish that vision, that God would saturate the neighborhoods of Pittsburgh with, with churches like ours all around the city. And so it's become clear to Heather and I, really over months of prayer and fasting and discussion and conversations with trusted friends and leaders in our lives that God is calling Heather and I into a specific season of training and preparation to push toward accomplishing the vision of covering the East End with a network of house churches. And the reality is, is that Heather and I just don't know how to get there. You know, when we, I remembered almost two years ago, two years in September actually is when we, uh, you know, moved into the house church model. If you guys remember before that time, um, we, I spent time coming to life groups and kind of having conversations individually with people sharing this vision for the house church model, but also the greater vision of reaching our city with these different, you know, locations that are one church and admitting even then that in some of the, some ways it's a new path, it's an uncharted path. And so over the last year and a half, what we've been doing together has been awesome. It's really been beautiful. And I'm thankful that we made that move before the pandemic because we really didn't lose a beat in the respect of at least, you know, like our ability to connect with each other and do that. Whereas other churches have really had a crisis of identity. Um, and so I'm really thankful for that. But still through this period of time, I could not, can't, could not shake this feeling of, God, there's, I know there's, you're calling us to something greater, but I don't know how to get there. And so over the last several months, particularly, Heather and I have really been seeking the Lord after a lot of conversations with, with friends and, and with other, other individuals doing, I've been reading a number of books and just praying and asking the Lord. And it really feels like God is saying, okay, this next season I have for you specifically is I want you to train and to learn so that when it comes time, you'll be equipped to lead into that, toward that vision. And I don't, I want to be clear. I don't think that, that us moving into the house church that we did over the last year and a half was the wrong move. I actually very much think it was the right thing. And I think that I've learned that God rarely speaks very like abrupt shifts for me. It tends to be that he kind of gently guides me along the way and I see things in pieces. I don't think that I could have heard what God was speaking to us now about this next season in order for us to get where we're going without having gone through this. But at the same time, 
part of the process that we're going through this training means that we need to push the pause button on Encounter Church as we know it so that we can focus on this next season of training. Um, and what that means for us really is because we feel like, I think it's just what we heard God speak, you know, Heather and I have wrestled over the last really several months asking this question over and over again, like, God, we know you're calling us to a season of training and preparation, but what about, what about what we're doing? What about our people? What about them? And it just, it just seems so clear to us that God is telling us to push the pause button so that we can focus on this next season. And I want to be really clear. It has nothing to do with you or any of you, or even our church. It's really about what God is calling us into the season of training. And I feel very clearly that I can't do both. Like I will miss what God is trying to teach me because if I'm honest with you, and I think if you guys were all honest with yourselves, I hope anyway, I don't mean this like in a you know, negative way. I have realized that I cannot lead out of an, out of something I do not have. There are gaps in my own spiritual walk, whether it's spiritually or training I have not received that I don't know how to do certain things. Like in one of those areas, for example, is how to naturally live a relationally outward life, right? We talk a lot about reaching our friends for Jesus. And I don't mean in an evangelistic like preaching way. I mean in the, in the rhythms of life of how discipleship becomes multiplied. And I just mean that in a way that it's never been modeled to me. It's never been taught to me. I've never been trained that. And I recognize in order for us as a church to multiply around the city, that we have to be a people starting with myself that lives in such a way that invites other people into their life in a way that that can be replicated and multiplied. And I need to learn how to do that in a way that is natural to me. And I can't do that if it's not a part of my DNA. And so I need to focus on this next season. And when the cool thing is, is that through this process, as we've been praying and just seeking, okay, God, if you're calling us to this season of training, what does that look like? Just praying for that and asking for that. God has actually brought us uh, led us to a year-long training program here in Pittsburgh that is designed to give us the tools that we need to follow Jesus into what comes next. And so we realize that we can't do both at the same time, and we need to focus on this training. And so in preparation for this new season ahead, we have decided to continue meeting together as a church until Sunday, July 18th. And so that gives us like, you know, six to seven weeks, I think, for us to kind of come together, continue meeting together. And then at that point, we'll stop meeting as a church family at that point. Now there's more. So after that, Heather and I are going to be taking a short sabbatical uh, through the month of August, just kind of a time where we want to, you know, just spend some time resting. It's been seven awesome years of pastoring um, and loving and thinking and dreaming and executing and all these kinds of things, you know. Um, but also we recognize that this next season is going to be intense in another way, a different way. And then after that is going to become a time of really like, all right, what does it look like to, to meet this vision? Like, how can we like cover the city with, with these house? How can we make that happen? And before we get there, I think it would be wise. Some others have, have recommended that we just rest for a little bit, just to not be anything. And so we're going to do that through August, maybe visit some family and some friends, just kind of just do whatever. And then after that, 
we're going to be doing some new things. And here's what I want to say to each of you. We are a family, us in this room right now. We are a family. And I wanted this conversation to be open. I wanted to be transparent about what God is saying to us because that is what we do as a family. I have tried for the last seven years that anytime there was an important decision that needed to be made or an important change of direction or something that needed to be addressed, we, we, we brought family meetings together, right? We would always try to be from that perspective. And I know that what God is saying to Heather and I is hard to hear. It's hard to say, but I also know that it involves you. Like, it's not just we're living on an island here. What we're saying, what I'm announcing to you and, and all of that is not meant to be, hey, I just want to tell you what's happening. It is so important to us and for you and yourselves to be connected to a family of believers. And this is what I want to say. We want to invite anyone who wants to come along with this on this journey with us to come along. But we know that each of you are going to need to decide for yourselves what you feel God is calling each of you to do. So here's what it is that we're going to be doing specifically. And you can come along for some of it or none of it. And again, when we thought about what we're called, God is calling us to do, it felt like it's important to say, this is what Heather and I are doing, because that's obedience, right? We're trying to be obedient to what God is saying for us to do. But it felt really disingenuous of us to say, hey, we're going to stop meeting and that's it. Like, we're not going to be, because I'm like, well, then what kind of a family are we if the family just ceases to exist? And so the what we felt like God was saying was give an invitation for anybody who wants to come along. And then if they don't, then that's a choice and that's okay. And so Heather and I, beginning in September, we're going to start attending Crossroads Church City Campus in East Liberty which is right on, I think, Negley Avenue, right there by, right by Home Depot. And the reason for that, it might sound random, is about two years ago, uh, the friend of mine, Pastor Jonathan Cordell, who I talked about previously, God brought him into my life. It's been so awesome to see how God has been orchestrating this. Um, his dad is the pastor of Crossroads in general, like the big Crossroads out in, like out in Robinson. They have multiple campuses, but their city campus particularly is here. He was their campus pastor there. He's recently stepped into a different role, but Long story short, their church is intentionally trying to move from a large, big brick and mortar type church to pushing everything into house churches, micro churches kind of a concept, which obviously aligns with what it is that we believe God is leading this city to, to reach people in a post-Christian urban environment. So we're going to start attending there just to, just to be edified, to become participants, to to learn and to be connected with other Christians. And we would love any of you and all of you to come along with us, to just be there, to attend with us, not as pastors and, and parishioners, but as brothers and sisters of Christ. We would love for you to do that. Simultaneously, Heather and I are gonna be joining this program called Movement Makers, which is gonna be starting in September. And it is a pretty intense training program. It's a disciple-making program. It's not for pastors. It's for anybody. It's designed to be, if you feel like God wants you to be the kind, become the kind of person that reaches other people and makes disciples who then make other disciples, then come be a part of this. And this is something God is leading us to. If you're interested in hearing more about that, let me know. I'll tell you. But again, you coming to there or going somewhere else is not contingent upon any of that. So I wanted to just make it clear 
Heather and I are going to be starting to attend Crossroads City Campus in September, and you're welcome to come. If you don't, it's okay. I would recommend you go to Allison Park Church. They have a number of campuses. It's an amazing church. Allison Park planted our church family. Um, they have a wonderful uh, young adult ministry there. They have uh, Pastor Jeff Leak is an apostolic man of God. Like he hears from God and he launches things out. He's just an amazing man of God who, who preaches the word in just with incredible fervency, but also like precision. Um, APC is a fantastic place to go. I'd also recommend Element Church to any of you who um, who want to stay closer, a little more of a smaller environment. And you'll know some people there. Christian Wecker and, and his family are there. And Michael Roth and Kinsey, they attend there. Um, and there are also other life-giving churches in the city that you know I could potentially recommend if you're interested. But what I want to say to you is regardless, you must get connected to a family of believers. It is not enough for you to simply go to church online. It's not. What we do here is not the same as watching a live stream, okay? Please, please, please. I would love for you to come along with us, but I understand it may not be what God is leading you to, but you need to go and get connected to a family somewhere. So that's all I have written down. <laughs> I recognize that what I just said is a lot and it's, it's uh, maybe may a big surprise. Um, Heather and I's prayer really over the last two weeks has been that God would work on your hearts in advance of today so that you would hear our heart for what we really are trying to say. It was really important for Heather and I to celebrate our church. This is not a negative thing. This is not a bad thing. It doesn't mean that it's not a hard thing, but it is what God is doing here is so beautiful. The lives, the countless lives. I'll share this little story and then I want to just open and open the floor. We were at a little conference um, about a month ago at, uh, I think I mentioned it, at Ignite Conference that we went to out and at the Crossroads, big, larger church. And by the way, we're not joining Crossroads. So that's like, it's like, oh, we're canceling an encounter. That's, it's just God's bringing us to a place where we can learn and be connected with and grow and be in a relationship. But when we were there, um, this, this woman came up to us during the sort of prayer time. I recognize this may sound strange to some of you who maybe don't come out of this background. This woman comes up to Heather and I while we're sitting there during this kind of like interlude prayer worshipy time that they were doing. And she comes up and says, excuse me, um, I know you don't, I don't know you, but um, I really felt like God gave me a vision to share with you. And she, she said, do you guys have like a lot of kids? <laughs> and we were like, no, we have two. And she was like, okay, well, I feel like God showed me this picture of, of you and, uh, and like your children and that you sometimes worry that your um, that your kid you worry about your kids that they're not going to do okay. And should you maybe say this because I'm like I feel like I butchered this really bad. Sure. All right, Heather's going to share it instead because I'm not very good at sharing it. So she just came up, like Jared said, and asked if we had a lot of kids, and we're like, no. Um, and she said, I I just had this 
vision of you with a bunch of kids surrounding you and that you worry that your children maybe don't make the right choices or that maybe they separate from you and that they're not going to follow God or they're just going to kind of go their own way. She said, what I see is that those children take into heart what you've taught them, what you've shared with them, the love that you've given them, and then they go out and then they have children and their children have children and then your grandchildren have children. And then all I see is hundreds of children around that you've impacted. And uh, Jared and I were kind of, at first it was, well, we don't have a lot of kids, but then, you know, she left and I looked at Jared and I said, I don't think she's talking about Autumn and Lincoln. I think she's talking about Encounter Church and about the lives that Encounter Church has impacted and um, the work that God's done through Encounter Church to reach people and to multiply that through you guys. You know, we've all had our lives touched and impacted in different ways. And now we can go out and we can multiply that. What the people who've already attended and then this next journey that God has for us, you know, when he, after we take this season of, of learning and we come back and, you know, it's, it's hard to put a pause on this right now, but hearing those words that came from that woman and just knowing that God put something very special in our hearts and it's not done and I kind of see it as it's only just beginning, you know, it's, there's so much more to come. And I can't help but think about, um, as EC ladies, we read crazy love. And I think that's kind of where the transition started happening in my heart a little bit. You know, we would talk about, okay, well, I'm not moving to Africa and giving up everything, but it was this journey of God speaking into my life and saying, okay, but what if I asked you to, to put a pause on something that's so dear to your heart because I have something new that I need to teach you and to grow so that it can become more. And it's, it's scary, but it's so exciting. And I, I think about each of you and your lives and what God has for you. It may not be moving to Africa and dropping everything, but you know, it's reaching your neighborhood. It's reaching your friends. It's this next chapter, whatever that is for you. It's, you know, he's got plans. So we're excited, nervous too. I've told Heather and been telling everybody that I've been kind of talking about just kind of close, close individuals that I feel like, um, I feel like I've been at a campsite for a while, you know, and kind of like, all right, God, what are we doing? Where are we going? You told me to go here, but I don't know how to get there. Can you give us directions? And I feel like God has now said, all right, pack up your gear. It's time to go. And so I'm like excited but I still don't know how to get there. <laughs> so, so like we're about to walk, leave the camp and start walking, you know, on a trail that we've never walked before. But at the same time, knowing that God's like, don't worry, like while on the trail, there's going to be like, like training spots and things. So it's exciting, but scary at the same time. 